Welcome to the Reality Revolution. I'm so excited. I have Addison Ames today. Addison Ames is an awakened thought leader, teacher, speaker, channel, and business consultant and executive coach. He is known as a channel to Metatron, a higher dimensional being specialized in spiritual development. In his work, Addison shares deep knowledge and wisdom that can help people through life situations, changes, challenges, and opportunities. He helps people awaken, know, and grow, and heal, and understand themselves and the world around them. And after hearing about Addison a little bit, I reached out to him, and he agreed to come on. So welcome to the Reality Revolution, mm -hmm. Addison. Uh, thank you, Brian. Really good to be here, and hi to everybody watching. So for people that maybe have not heard you or heard about you, um, let's. I'd like to get a little background. I'm sure you've had to tell this story quite a bit, but... <laughs> Um, you know, we all want to know your origin story and, and how you came to the place that you're at now. Oh, for sure. That's a great question. I do get, a, get it a lot, but people are generally interested in how I started channeling. So, um, <clears throat> so my background really is corporate and, inter and international marketing. So I worked in New York City, San Francisco, Silicon Valley, and some other media markets around the world. Um, you know, doing marketing, uh, strategy, business strategy, and things like that. So that really was my career. And then I had a series of spiritual awakening events where my guides began to talk to me and Metatron came to me, who now I channel, and began to teach me things which were like higher level understandings of myself, the world around me, and even existence. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I was always kind of like a nice person, a sensitive person. Um, and kind of in a way spiritually minded, but when I could begin to feel them and hear them and they started to work with me and really teach me all these new ideas that really expanded my mind. Um, and that was one of the key points that, that really happened to me during this awakening process is I learned things beyond just the simple focus of everyday life that maybe the average person out there experiences. I get up, I do my job, I go home, I, I do this like thing, this one thing. But they begin to say, you know, the human is many things. There's a lot out there beyond humanity, a lot there out there beyond earth. Um, <clears throat> and there, there are many aspects to life. And so they begin to teach me about love and other kinds of high ideals that were really amazing. And then Metatron started to work with me very intensely and started to teach me how to channel. So we began kind of intensive one-on-one -on -one channeling sessions where he would literally have me sit on the sofa and he would work with me for hours sometimes, sometimes two, three, four hours, teaching me how to channel, how it works, how we work together, how he works as an energy, who he is as an energy and helping me to understand you know how to channel and how to do it very well so um you know i've been doing this professionally now for about five years or so and um you know i work with people around the world i do channeling sessions and a number of other things as well but metatron and my guides actually guided me to leave my full-time job and so i quit my full-time job and started doing the business that i do now and um, <clears throat> which can be seen at addisonames.com. It's developed over the years. But so now I do kind of spiritual awakened work full time. And I even do business consulting and executive coaching, like you said. So um, I kind of took some of my business acumen, which I really like. I didn't totally disregard business, but I just look at it in a whole new kind of high dimensional way or awakened way. So now I work with peoples, couples, groups, friends and, friends and family groups 
and even kind of forward thinking businesses, all to help people know and grow and understand themselves and existence better. It's amazing. When, when I hear the word Metatron, of course, my mind is going to go and attach to the times <laughs> that I've heard Metatron in different writings. And I've read the Book of Enoch on this channel. And um, you hear the, the I in, in that particular writing, Enoch becomes Metatron. Then I, I'm also drawn to a, a fascinating book by Damien Eccles when he talks about while, while he's in prison and he's doing the LBRP and he adds Metatron because he usually calls upon the angels in the circle, but he decides to add Metatron above Mm -hmm. while he's in and, and he has and he starts doing this and he has this experience where he he sees metatron it's like this mm -hmm. this this eye and and, and and he talks about it and i found that interesting then when i heard that you had channeled so the first question is of your conception of because i know of course as soon as they said they were metatron you went right on your computer and started looking it up or maybe you had already known a lot of the information about metatron <clears throat> so talk to me about what i've heard about metatron and what, what Metatron is to you and if there's a difference or similarity in those things? Oh, yeah. Wonderful question. So, you know, Metatron, it's funny because people really respond to that name. Even it's a people wonderful name. No, yeah, I love it. It's an awesome name. Yeah. Even people who have no conception of Metatron as a being or have never heard that name, hear the name and go, wow. Some people think it's a Transformer. <laughs> uh, if you know the right. Transformers, uh, there's a... <laughs> a character called Megatron. So a lot of mm -hmm. people think that's the same thing. It's a little different. Um, so th there's a lot of conceptions of who Metatron is. So when Metatron first came in, I was very curious. The energy is very powerful, Brian. Mm -hmm. And so I was very taken aback by it at first, but it, was, it wasn't even so much loving and kind. It was just very powerful and academic, very like high intelligence. It wasn't in, by any means mean or anything like that, but it was just very high intelligence, very academic and um, very teaching oriented or professorial in a way. Um, <clears throat> I'm a student by nature. I love education. I love higher education. So it really appealed to me. Mm -hmm. And so I, I did go on pretty quickly and do some research. And so I saw a lot of things that, you know, if people Google Metatron, there's a lot of different perspectives on Metatron. But here's the way that I work with him. I work with him in what I call a high way, H-I-G-H, -H, a high dimensional way, a high aspect way, which, <clears throat> as I'm sure you and many of your viewers know, at very high levels, personality doesn't exist, body doesn't exist, human things don't exist. <clears throat> so, you know, he and many high beings are kind of beyond really our imagination or a comprehension. So Metatron, like many other high beings, drop in and present in many different ways. Just like you do a lot of different things. You're an author. You do this show. You're I think you're a business consultant as well. You know, you do a lot of different things. And so you present in different ways based upon who you need to be, what you have to do. And so high dimensional beings are very much like that. So, you know, some people work with Metatron as an archangel, and he kind of can do that job, but in a high way, that's not really who he is, but he does do that. That's one of his jobs. Mm -hmm. So Metatron explains himself sometimes as a fixer. And I think this is a fun description of him. It's almost like he drops in to lower realms and sees what needs to be adjusted or fixed. 
um, so that it can work properly. Sometimes he says he greases the wheels of the evolution of all things or of the rising or elevation of all things to make sure everything is working in plan and purpose. So in the earth area with humanity, he's helping people primarily to transform and change and move into higher ways of thinking. As he explains it, and I'll channel him in a few moments, he explains that really what humanity and earth is going through is the rising of thought factors or thought statements. We're going through higher thought, higher thought, higher thought, higher thought. And so one of his jobs generally, no matter what role he plays, is he's helping people to change, transform, and think new. And so just like if we look at how humanity has evolved 50 years ago, 100 years ago, we thought very differently about ourselves, about humanity, about where we're going, how we want to treat each other, what we want to do, our goals have changed. And that's because our thought and our understanding has changed. So, um, you know, to answer your question succinctly, he plays many roles. He's a powerful energy. He's focused on transformation and change of thought. So when it comes to channeling, as you know, mm -hmm. when I was talking to Paul Selleck, um, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a busy and vast universe. There are lots of voices that you can tune into. And so part of the process of becoming a channel is identifying the ones that resonate with the highest of what you want to resonate with. And a lot of times I see channels that, uh, a couple of different examples, I'll see a channel that starts off and it seems very high vibration, loving, powerful information. And then over time, it's clear that they're either not channeling the entity or something has happened. And that entity is, it's all fear-based and conspiracy-based and just, you know, it doesn't feel the same. And, uh, you know, I've, uh, so there's also in the law of one material, they talk about when you, when you speak with an entity, you challenge it to you, what you, to what is your highest so that you know that it resonates with what you want at the, at its highest level. And so I'm sure at some point you went through this period, like, is this an entity that I can trust and be safe with? How did you go about confirming and, and, and understanding the entity and deciding to channel it and, and appearing to resonate with it. Does that make sense? Oh, it does completely. And, you know, I'll, there's a lot of people that come to me asking me to help them to channel. How can I learn how to channel? As you know, yeah. it's becoming very popularized in <clears throat> lots of different communities. And so I generally tell people, are you sure that you are called to do this? Is this really something that you really are called to do? Because like you said, there's a lot of voices out there. There are many voices in existence. And so it's important for people, one, if you're really not called to do it, you know, observe and let the people that are called to do it, do it. If you are called to do it, I encourage people to work with a couple of professionals or experts in the field to really ensure they're tuning into the right being in the right way in the right time. So for me, when Metatron came in and my guides came in, um, it was very clear to me that this was high intelligence and very good intelligence, good vibration. Mm -hmm. And so what I did very quickly with their guidance actually was start to work with three experts or professionals in the field, everything from a very enlightened Reiki master to people who channeled and I've been doing it for a while and really understand uh, this work. Mm -hmm. And so I consulted them, they guided me, helped kind of fine tune it help kind of ensure all the proper measures and protocols were in place. I think, um, you know, some guidance I would give to the audience, if you're looking to channel, work with professionals and also make sure you have proper 
guides in place, your guides in place, also kind of guidelines and guideposts about how you operate, because it's important that you follow those procedures to make sure that you're staying in the high and in the good and in the light. <laughs> so help me relate to what happens when you're channeling. I, I'm fascinated by this when I, when I ask about it. Um, is, is it a feeling that comes in? Do you hear it in the back of your head? Is there a separate voice? How are you identifying that this voice is not yours? And, and, and it, it, what kind of a vibration is it when you're experiencing the channeling? For sure. So, you know, earlier on in my channeling experience, I had kind of the struggle of is it my voice or is it Metatron's voice? And, and it's only Metatron that I channel. I only channel Metatron. Mm -hmm. um, so I've gotten to really know him, his energy and his messages really well over the years. Uh, I work with him every day and sometimes extensively every day. So I really know him. Just like if you have loved ones in your life, they call you on the phone, you immediately, immediately know who they are once they start talking to you, sometimes even before they start talking to you. So um, <clears throat> the way I work and, you know, different channels work in different ways, as I'm sure you know, I connect through mind. So it's like a mind sequence that I connect with Metatron through. And in the way I work is I just kind of step my thought back a few steps and allow him to kind of think and be in my presence. And it works very smoothly right now. So my transition point is usually takes me, you know, a few seconds, he comes in. And I, I literally just kind of step back a few and watch. And a lot of people say, well, do you remember what he says when you're done? Mm -hmm. Or what he said after he's done? And not usually because I'm kind of where I, where I sit, I'm kind of following every word a little bit like, you know, in the karaoke, um, you know, <laughs> you know, the right. little bouncing Makes ball sense. in karaoke. So I'm kind of like following every word like that, but I don't hold on to the words. They kind of just, again, like karaoke, just scroll off the screen. So I'm with them on every word, but I don't remember every word when it's done. Um, I may remember certain messages or certain key points, um, but at the end, sometimes he has to come back and say, you know, I said this, tell them that or something like that. But, um, but I connect through mind because much of his teaching, as you'll see here in just a few minutes, is really about mind and understanding that we are all thought and think and we're inside a big thinker that thinks. And this is a new kind of conceptual understanding that Metatron teaches. So kind of in alignment with that teaching, he and I connect in that same way. It's actually very intriguing. It's super fascinating to me. And yeah. uh, <clears throat> so before we go into the channelings, what, what I find amazing is you've learned some amazing things up to this point. And so let's talk a little bit about what you've learned from Metatron. Is there a, that might help us when once we start to channel this information? Do they have a single message? Is there a philosophy or point? Is there something in particular to help us introduce Metatron's um, thesis and ideas? Sure. Well, a little bit like what I just said, the primary thesis is you are and you aren't. And you may be familiar with this teaching. Some people call it existentialism or an exist existential understanding. Some people go through existent existential crises of going, I feel like I'm here, but I feel like I'm not. Are, are you familiar with that whole kind Absolutely, of Absolutely, yeah. So, you know, at a very high level is we, we really are, you and I are here together on the show, 
but we're really kind of all thought factors of a big thinker in a way that's not exactly what it is, but a big thinker who thinks. And in the creation process, they're all thought streams. And so we're all thought streams of it, which really isn't a thing. It's above and beyond thing, but we live in an existence of thing. And so we are here thinking that we are, and we are, and that's another teaching of Metatrons is that you are many things, you're empowered, we're very empowered beings, we're powerful beings here in this existence, but in a very high way, we really aren't, but we exist as thought of the big thinker that thinks. So that, that is a key thesis of his, but there are many sub teachings that kind of bolt onto that. And believe it or not, after hearing that, you may say, well, that doesn't sound very empowering, but the truth of it is, is that we are and we aren't. But in the we are-ness, there's a lot of power there. We're very big ideas. We're very big thinkers who, in a way, think and create like the big thinker. So it's a very empowering message, but also a message that really makes you reflect on the nature of existence and explore it in your own way. So uh, is your is there a discussion of reincarnation is is or do you simply vanish as that thought once it's done if but based on that model? It, it, no, it's a great concept. <clears throat> well, I, I don't use the term reincarnation. So one of the things that Metatron has taught me is really the concept of reincarnation as a strict understanding is uh, is not correct. So the way he teaches this concept, he calls them soul destinations. So you and I, Brian, are in a soul destination now. So yeah. our soul is like a big idea of us that goes and goes and goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. It's like an essence of us that contains us, all the ideas, all the definitions, all the stipulations, <clears throat> the waypoints, all the configurations of us. It drops in to a being, which is many things. We have a bloodline, we have an ancestral line, a genetic line. It conjoins with the essence, the soul, and then creates us. So it really is the soul that lives all of these lives and that is us. We are our soul. There is no separation from our soul. We're kind of like walking, talking souls. But it's the soul that drops in, conjoins with ancestral and generational and bloodline genetic substances, creates a life leaves at the end, goes on, drops in, and goes wherever it goes. So in the ideas of all things, all that we know is, yet in the beyond understanding of all is, is we're all really ideas or thoughts of the big thinker that thinks. And Does it's all just one great thought when it all comes down to it, right? Yeah, it really is. It, it's an amazing existence that we live in. And, you know, for me, as I work with Metatron, again, it's been, when you work with high dimensional beings, as I'm sure you know, your mind expands. They challenge you to think in new and different ways mm -hmm. that are beyond the norm. So, you know, the idea of reincarnation I was familiar with, I always thought there was something to it. But now that I understand this idea of soul journey, soul destinations, it really makes a lot more sense to me. But it is an amazing thought journey that we're on and this amazing existence that we're part of amazing creation. I noticed that you teach about timeline experiences. So I always like to ask, how do they teach about the law of attraction, reality creation, that kind of thing? What is their 
teaching? Do, can you shift into parallel realities? Does your consciousness affect the reality around you? What is their teaching on that? <laughs> well, there's a few questions there. Um, so right. I'll talk about timelines first and then kind of address those things. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, part of the work that Metatron does and as he's taught me in the way that I work with people is demystifying things or simplifying things. So when people talk about timelines, they kind of go, whoa, timelines, they're shifting. And, you know, you see it in movies, television shows, read it in books. It's everywhere in hum human consciousness now because it's supposed to be because it's time for humanity to start to understand timelines. So timelines, very simply, are holders of our stuff. So many people don't know we have our own personal timelines. You have your own timelines, which exist in this life and all the lives that your soul has lived and maybe even beyond. And they are containers of conceptual understandings or containers of our stuff, as I say very simply. And stuff is everything that you experience in order and sequence, emotion, frequency, sound and vibration and all these things, everything that we can possibly imagine and more are all organized kind of like you might see in a real life organizational timeline. You know, if you're planning an event or something like that, launch of a new product, you might have a timeline that says all of these ideas happen at these certain times against a calendar or time is that that's really what happens with us is we organize all of our life experiences and beyond in these kind of time capsules that hold all of our stuff. And so, you know, as I work with people, a lot of times it's letting go of old timelines, closing and collapsing old timeline lines, helping them to heal old timelines and open up new timelines. So there are timelines for Earth. There are timelines for humanity. There are timelines for a lot of stuff out there. It is an organizational tool or kind of like a thought matrix, if you will, of all things. So um, that's timelines. Where, where would you like to go from there? What parallel universe? Do, do, can we create our reality? Do, does our consciousness have effect on the reality around us, according to Metatron? There, it's a little bit of a complex answer. So in a way, we're all acting out certain logic patterns. There is a plan to all things, and we act out the plan. Yet as part of the plan, our choice, we choose, the things that we do, our consciousness, our thought, our think, our decision choices, all do create it, but we're also all kind of acting it out at the same time. So they're really both at the same time. I understand. All right. So uh, I'd love to get a chance to talk to Metatron whenever you're ready. Sure. Whenever sure. All right. Thank you, Brian. Give me just one moment, please. All right. <clears throat> And we are here, we are Metatron on high. Brian, we greet you and we thank you. We thank you for having us along on this journey. The song that we sing with you is this, you are, you are. Now the man that you see before you, the guy, the boy, whatever you wanna call it, is really a conceptual idea, an understanding of a thought, a thinker that thinks. <clears throat> And as the big thinker thinks, you are. And if you're taking notes at home, which we, a professor in a way, a teacher, an academic, 
will say to you is this, as we teach and as we speak, if you're at home listening, grab a notepad and write some things down. First of all, say, I am an idea that drops down in form. I am an idea that drops down in form. And as this happens, you are a conceptual understanding, which is an idea of yourself that then takes form. Your form is a beautiful thing. Please don't degrade it. Please lift it up. We know many of you are going through different things on this world right now, and many of you downplay the body. My body is bad. It is a meat bag. It is not good because I am more. I am a consciousness. I am a soul. I am divine. Whatever you want to call yourself, I am. I am. I am. These are all great things. But really what you are is a conceptual understanding that drops into form and explodes into this world of physical form. Yes, but that is not all there is. And as you do this, you are a multidimensional self, if you wish to call it that, or a multidimensional being, which means you are many things. Now, as he, the guy that sits before you and speaks these words, but does not really because we are speaking through it and as it is this, you are and you aren't, which is not at all to dismiss you because you are many things. You are like ideas that you have. If you have ideas, let's say you're creating a new project or a new idea or a new house for yourself, where in your mind you build this new house, this new place and space in your mind filled with many beautiful things. You dream it up and you love it. You fall in love with the idea of your dream home, your magnificent home. You think it, you think it, you think it. You conceptualize it, you understand it, you think it out, you write it out, you type it out, you text it out, you draw it out, you landscape it out, you talk it out with uh, professionals and others, but you conceptualize this understanding of the home, which many, Carl Jung and many others, philosophers and teachers have said, the home is much like the self. You may be familiar with this, dear Brian, is that this is as you come into this place, you are like a house, which is an idea created with love and care, which is you, yes, but it also is the thinker that thinks. This is a complex place. You are not simple beings and you are not created from simplicity. You are created from complexity and you are a house of complexity, a house of form indeed, but you are that which inhabits the house for sure, which is an essence, a power, a frequency, a sound, an energy, you are many things, and really, in truth, it is those things, but it is more. Now listen to this. We'll continue with our teaching. We know we're going relatively fast because we're trying to cover a lot in this discussion. And we thank you, Brian, for having us on because we enjoy you. We like what you do. We like Neville. We think he's quite good. <laughs> now, as a human understands more, which is an answer to your question earlier about, does our consciousness create? It does. But your consciousness both is you and it isn't you. Now, many of you know this idea, I am divine, I am divinity, I am divine in form. Many of you know this. We don't always use the term divine because it is, in a way, a drop-down form. It is like the idea of God many times, things that are created for the human to be able to understand. Understand itself, as Neville teaches in many ways, and understand higher things, higher ways. In truth, you are an idea of a big thinker that thinks that is it. There is no separation from it. It really isn't divine. It really isn't God. It really isn't any of those kinds of things. Those are lower ideas in truth. In form and fashion above it are many things up there that are beyond. Now listen to this, please, all of you, and if you're taking notes, which we hope you are, write it down. The human is only now understanding itself. The human is only now understanding itself.
Which means if you all, even the advanced spiritual teachers out there, even you, Brian, who thinks and you explore many things, is please, 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 as you get to conclusions, say, please, there is more. And even with him, you ask him, the guy before you that speaks these words, yet does not, what have you learned? It is mind expansion for sure. It is going beyond what you thought was. Push, push, push. So what we Metatron many times do with those we work with in different ways and different forms is push, push, push beyond the norm into new ways and highways. Think big, think grand, think beyond, be success be potential you are more there is more yes help each other and love each other but really more than anything even though that's important you must think beyond because the truth of humanity is this you are more than what you think and if you think you've arrived and you know it all please know there is more and we lovingly and gingerly say to you Humanity is only now just beginning to understand itself and understand things like love, joy, peace, and all these kinds of things. So if you look around the world and say the human race has arrived, we got it all figured out, well, please think again. So as we Metatron on high drop down into your thought factors, which really are not corrupted forms, but logic that's working itself out. Now we'll talk about logic for a second. Brian, dear one, are you familiar with logic? Yes. What is logic to you? <clears throat> a prescribed understanding of the truth or systemic understanding of the truth. Very good. Because logic describes that which is. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Very good. So maybe build upon that concept, which we like very well, by the way. Maybe. Maybe build on that concept. The concept of, of what logic is and how is it? it it, logic is a system in which I can use to understand the truth and how something functions or works or interacts. As I understood, logic was something I was taught when I was in college, and it yeah. was a, in, in, a, in a college class. And for me, the way I relate to logic, that's what it is, a system that helps me to determine the, the truth or understand something with greater with greater. Uh, clarity indeed indeed very well said now we will build on that which is to say all is in this existence logic in fact we will disclose this to you in a very high way the reason for existence is logic what do you think about that ryan the way that you're saying logic sounds to me like it's law it's more like a, a law, a fundamental principle than logic, the way that you're describing it. Am I right? Very close. We would say yes and no, which is the answer to many things up on high and even down low. Logic is like this, logic, this to that. The way you get to a logic sequence, or as you so beautifully said, a way of understanding, you may remember you said those words, it is everything is in relation to logic. Many of you see logic patterns built with colons between two dots, one on top of the other, colon, this to that, this in relationship to that, this, that, this, that. So a very high understanding, and this will help you all love yourself and love your existence even more, is this. Everything is in existence because the big thinker that thinks likes logic. It's true. Everything in your existence, everything, and we mean everything that you can possibly imagine is logic.
It is all this to that in sequence and form. We'll say it again, everything in your existence is logic, that's the reason for being, and it is all built in relation of this to that, and that is how you subsist. That's how you exist, and that's how you even resist. Because in a very high way, it's all logic that drops down and works through different logic problems. So we talk about the things wrong with Earth. Humanity is trying to fix itself. We drop in, we help kind of fix the logic. Is because there are some what we would call flawed logic that's trying to work itself out and fix itself. Like, I don't love my neighbor as myself, I kill my neighbor. Doesn't make much sense, does it, Brian? Doesn't make any sense. Would you kill your neighbor? I would not. Why? Because I love my neighbor as myself. Very good. So we said, why because? Why because? Why because? This to that, this to that. So we go back a little bit because we want you and all watching this to understand is this is new high information and people come to channelers. What's the high information? What's the stuff? What's the goods? What's the jazz? What you got? Teach us stuff, please. <laughs> right? Right. Right. Yeah, that's why you have channelers from time to time on your show. They channel and they say stuff and people go, wow, that's really cool. Pretty weird. <laughs> the guy doing it. How does he work? It's kind of a novelty and oddity and a little bit of a carnival show sometimes. But what we say is this, is the channelers, the good ones especially, bring in new ideas that challenge. And that's what we do. Metatron on high, we challenge, 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 which is, oh, that's a new idea. I don't know if I like it. I'll shoot the messenger. I'll kill the guy. I'll hang him up, whatever it may be. The truth is new ideas come in and they challenge because, well, they're new. You guys like new things. One of the reasons why humanity likes new things, it's just new logics patterns coming in. I like new logic. I like new things, which are all new logic patterns that you come in and experience. So <clears throat> going back to this conceptual understanding, which is a high reason, which many people go, that's it? It seems kind of dull. Logic is the reason for existence? Yeah, it is. We'll explain it a little bit more. Brian, do you find this interesting? I find it interesting. We're going to make sure we're not following you, making you fall asleep or anything. Not, not at all. Very good. Thank so you, as logic comes in, what it is is all things. Everything in your existence, <clears throat> ask a philosopher, a physicist, a scientist, or other. In the understanding of logic, which really is this to that. Does it make sense to you, Brian, this to that? Makes sense to me, yes. And as you logic, think through things, there are all sequences of this to that. That's the way you think through things. That's the way you understand things. Even when you're feeling things, those feelings come from logic. It has to. That's the way your entire existence is built, is on relation, or relation to this, to that. Relationship, if you want to put it that way. It is this, that, in sequence in sequence, in sequence. So as humanity understands itself anew, you are moving to new and higher places. Now, we don't always use the term dimensions, and you're familiar with this concept dimensions. Is that right, Brian? Yes, I am. What do you think they are? I would say a dimension denotes a place, an, an alternate place that can be within a place, a different aspect that has different, uh, you know, it's a density and dimension are different. Um, dimension is a place to me. It could be, um, yeah, that's the best <laughs> way I would want to define it. Please explain what a dimension is, Metatron. We'd love to. We, uh, we, that's why we baited you to, to see yeah. what you thought, because we think you're right. Is is really, it is a place where things happen for sure. And many people say it's frequency and vibration, and in a way it is, but it's not really what it is. Is it really our levels of thought. And we call them thought statements, mind frames, 
or think spaces. That's really what it is. So if you look back through human history and you go, humans have changed a lot. They've grown a lot. We've come a long way. Some days it doesn't seem like it. Wars and the other things break out, whatever it may be. But as one grows, now listen to this, please. One knows. As one grows, one knows. You know new and higher ways. When I was a child, I think as a child, I thought as a child, I existed as a child. As an adult, as an old person, I think differently. Just as in the evolution of a life, so is your earth, humanity, and all. It all grows and knows. That's it. So as dimensions rise, which in a way are real, but in a way really aren't, it is new thought systems and new ways of thought and think. So as humanity and earth rise, and they are, it is really through thought and think, adjusting old patterns of thought and logic, faulty logic. Just like if you look at things that happen in the world today, the wars and these kinds of things, you look at the news and you see things blown up and babies killed and all this kind of stuff, and you go, what were they thinking? Are you familiar with this, Brian? I'm familiar with this, yes. What, what were they thinking? How could somebody do something like that? What's the, what's the thought behind that? What kind of logic system are they using? It's weird, which means it doesn't fit logic. <laughs> So there are faulty logic systems out there, which are old thought and think, which believe it or not, are breaking down and new systems are coming in. Now, would you like to see where humanity is going, Brian? Very much so. Do you care about humanity, Brian? Deeply. Why? Because I am human. Yeah. It is my family. It is, it is. And we encourage all who listen to this to say, yes, you're part of the human group the human family as you so beautifully say you are a big human human race a human species you are and you are love your neighbor as yourself help others think better teach them allow yourself to be teached and taught and to rise in the way that you think because the old systems of thought are breaking down indeed it is true and new thought systems are coming in now another thing that we say and this is high knowledge and again some of you may say that's it is what humanity en masse, which means if we look across the globe and not just enlightened, spiritual or awakened people and all the others in that group, successful people, all these kinds of things. But if we look around the globe, believe it or not, the movement that we are pushing humanity to and others as well is this nice N-I-C-E. The movement to nice. Now, listen, if you think humanity is so evolved that we're about to bounce into the 12th dimension, with you guys, yeah, but you know, we're gonna soar, we're all these different places and spaces, you got a ways to go. Now you've come a long way for sure, but you are only now just understanding yourself. The human is just now, just now, barely understanding itself. It's trying to master this thing, this beautiful thing that is and isn't, but as many things. You're multidimensional, you are grand. So when we say you aren't, it is just a way things are built. But when we say you are, you're in it and you are it and you're amazing. You're, we lift you up. 
we proclaim you. That's why we and many others come down to help you, to lift you and to help you think in new and higher ways. Many of you use the term ascension, which we like that word, but what we, we, at least through the guy here before you, are trying to do is widen the audience, broaden and deepen the audience so new people can kind of understand these new thought processes and come in and know and grow together. So if you say too many words that are kind of weird or out of the norm, and ascension is kind of weird to many people, so we don't always use it, but we drop it in from time to time, is that humanity is rising to new higher levels. It's elevating its inspiration, its motivation, and where humanity is just now moving to. If you want to really understand everybody, all your neighbors in your community all around the world, you live in a global neighborhood, please know this, is that humanity and earth is just now moving to nice. Just trying to understand nice. Love, eh, not doing too good at it, humanity. We encourage you to do better, become an expert in love. Please move to new higher love levels and master love. But really around the world in corporations and businesses and colleges and institutions, even underdeveloped or developing countries and all, is they are all moving to a new standard, which is, believe it or not, nice. What do you think about that, Brian? I love that. N nice is like first grade love. It's the beginning of love, right? <laughs> it, it is pre-love. It's pre-love, <laughs> it right? It is a precursor to love. Now, you have advanced spiritual teachers out there watching this. You're an advanced being. We acknowledge that. We see your soul. You're a highly advanced soul. Is that many of you say, well, I work on love every day. I'm kind of a love master. I'm a big being. I come from places and spaces beyond. Well, it's great. You're here to help. Humans really become nice. And you say, well, I'm working on love. Well, you're working with probably advanced beings. But if you want to know where the pulse of humanity is as a whole, we hope you all understand this, is humans are just trying to be nice. Try not to kill each other. Try not to murder each other on the street, catch fire to things, blow cars up and bombs and all these kinds of things. Is humans are just moving to nice. So you say, all right, well, if there's love out there and there's lots of higher thought and lots of places and spaces we can go to, nice seems pretty, as you said, elementary. Does that make sense to you? Makes sense, but yes. I, it, I, it is very true to me, yes. Yes. So here's our encouragement, again, is no, humans are just understanding itself, the world, and other things. And please know and grow together. Please be kind to your fellow person, male, female, or other. There's lots of other things happening right now on the world stage. People are exploring gender and sexuality in new and different ways, pansexual, transsexual, all these kinds of things. These are all developments that are really quite beautiful. Please be kind to all, no matter who they may be. Be kind to your neighbor, neighbor, love your neighbor as yourself. And really more than anything, just be nice. You don't have to be too weird with people. So it polarizes them and go, oh, that guy's a weird spiritual person. We're not telling you not to be spiritual, but we be you, but allow people to know you by your smile, your kindness, your handshake, the pat on the back, kind word that you say to them, the turning the cheek in the other way, all these kinds of things, because listen, nice breeds nice. Now you talked about, does our consciousness change things? For sure it does. If you want to think about this idea of the big thinker that thinks and you all are inside of it and your thoughts of it is you are thought and think. It is you. You are heart, you are soul, you are many things, but you have what we call a generalized no, K-N-O-W. 
And that generalized no is the overall no from all those parts and pieces of your beautiful multidimensional self. We say to humanity this, you are beautiful, 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 because you are complex and you are moving through difficult and complex logic, trying to get to a place of nice, which you're embarking on now, and then on into love and higher love, and there's many things up there, believe it or not. So as one exalts oneself, which really says, I think, hi, I broaden my scope, and please don't judge people. This is one of the problems with humanity, a systematic logic problem. I judge, I prejudge, and I condemn. I damn them. You probably know people like that, right? Judgment, no, you're not good. I don't like the way you think. And those are belief systems. Now let's talk about religion for a moment, which we know you're at least interested in in a certain way, Brian, is religion generally many times teaches belief systems and judgment systems. You familiar with this? Very much so, yes. So as one does that, one limits themselves in who they know, what they can experience, and how they grow. They also inhibit the growth of others. Do you like to be damned by others, Brian? Of course not. No. Do you like to be allowed to be the best that you can be by others? Absolutely. And how does that inspire you? It inspires me to, to be the best I can be with others. Exactly. That's how it inspires me. Allow that for other people. Please move out of what we would call highly organized belief systems into something grander, which is, in a way, live and let live. A very high spiritual teaching, by the way. Live and let live and allow people to do what they need to do to work themselves out. You are all thought and think, you are all logic problems solving all the time, solving, 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 all the time. There's no other way around it. Everything is movement, everything is in motion, which is all the movement of order and sequence, which you call time. And to demystify what time is, is really time is order and sequence, which is Logic, 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 logic. And that's everything. Even heart, even soul, even mind, even feelings and emotions are all logic sequences. Everything. It is, it is, it is. It is the thought and think of all things. Now, Brian, do you have any questions for us? Have you ever seen the thinker? <clears throat> this question is wonderful. What we will say is this, no. The thinker has no form. Even you all who think you have form are truly not. Does that make sense to you? Makes sense. All of this is thought and think, and you think it's real, you think it's hard, you think it's tough, yet it is not. Because the thought and thinker, if you were to look at it, is kind of completely transparent, but even that is a thing. It is no thing, and these are all ideas of it. Does that answer your question? Yes. Have you have, so that my reason for asking that is, uh, can we, is there a part of us, the thinker, as, as the same as the thought? If we are inside of a thinker, are we not the thinker ourselves as well, just an individual representation of that thinker? Yes, exactly. Exactly. So you talked about dimensions and mm -hmm. I wanted to, uh, many people have observed in interviews like this, that the world that we're living in is shifting 
it's almost in some cases, it feels like the physics is shifting. The logic is shifting. Our thoughts and consciousness seem to have a, a, a more profound effect. The world is changing. I would like for you to speak on the change in the world at this present time, in this present moment right now. Indeed. Very good question, Brian. You are great at this, by the way. You should do a show out of this. <laughs> the truth is this, is the shift that many people talk about is really ongoing. Now, you're going to new kind of thought streams and thought ideas in new creative form that allow people to think differently. So just like when you shift the gears of a car, if any of you have or have had a manual gearbox, where you shift the gears is there's a process of shifting the gears and then at some point the car kind of kicks into that new gear and you experience a little bit of a kickback have you ever experienced that brian i have yes is that in many ways that's what happens however it happens much more frequently frequently than what you might experience in a car shifting the gears in a car and these are not really new dimensions but they are kind of new levels if you will of thought and so believe it or not, is the world is getting better. The world is getting better. And because you all, listen to this, are beginning to understand the complexity that is. Are you with us? Does this intrigue you? Very much so. So as one understands things more, now listen to this. As people begin to understand ramifications of things, if I do this, logic statements, then these things happen. You know, if we have nuclear bombs and we all keep them and we all might use them, well, then we might blow up the world. Therefore, if then, what we will do is we will say, you know what, let's do nuclear disarmament and let's get rid of these things and let's not do that because we might blow ourselves up and let's find a different way to do this. You know, fossil fuels aren't working. Let's find other kinds of fuel systems because you all have more complexity through technology and the way that you think and use logic, and you're beginning to figure things out. So believe it or not, again, a very high idea that some of you may challenge is what's happening is humanity and earth is becoming more complexity. It's becoming more complexity. It is inhabiting more complex thought. If you look at your day right now, you're doing more complex things each day than they did in 1950. Does that make sense to you? Very much so, yes. Technology, et cetera. You understand the world. You're watching news around the world. You see what's going on. You're involved as you would like to. And you understand the complexity of existence. And you say, well, if all these things are, then I, you fill in the blank. And so generally what's happening is as more complexity happens in thought and think, you become more informed, you become more aware and your choices, your choices, your conscious decisions, your conscious creations and co-creations change because of it. So even though there is a sense of taking breaks, meditation, this kind of thing, very big on the world stage, yoga and others, which is let's calm our thought from the complexity of life. That's great. Do it, please. Yet it is, believe it or not, in part, but in whole, complexity of thought that makes this a nicer place. Because as you know more, again, this idea of rising, ascending, elevating, etc., is getting to new thought. As humanity understands new things, it understands more of itself and of existence. And as it does that, that's more complex, more and more and more, higher and higher and higher, more complex, more complex, more complex. It treats itself better. 
So even though you may see wars and skirmishes and unfortunately death and other kinds of old logic play out, it really is becoming, on the overall stage, diminished by the overall rise to nice and becoming better and better and moving towards love. Love is a little ways off still for humanity. Now we encourage you all to keep practicing it, please. It's what helps change the world. So as you all try to be nice to others, not kill each other, please be nice and be nice to others and let that change the world. Does that answer your question, Brian? Very much so. Very can, you help to, can you help to guide me to be nice to those people that are not nice to me? What is your conscious decision in those kinds of situations? My unconscious decision is, is to not be nice. My conscious decision is an intellectual awareness that it is better for me to respond and react with yeah. love in those situations. But I'm still becoming aware of my unconscious patterns, which are not nice. And yeah. so, you know, a higher dimensional being might be able to help me to overcome those patterns and, and habits. Well, we'd say you're doing it. Now, first of all, what we'll point out is you have just confirmed in your own way our thesis. Do you recognize that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Is that in your conscious thought, because of the logic and the understanding of the complexity of all things, the feedback, the bounce back, and others, you say, I will not act this way, I will act this way. Now, what is happening is what we would call group logic. You with us? You awake still? Very much group logic. So the idea is that there is a shared consciousness in the community in which you live, we would say is very true. You're all part of the thought, the thinker that thinks, yet there is confounding logic that is changing. Yet it inhabits both you at the genetics level, and sometimes the level, but it just depends, and your community, your group logic. So what you are doing, you are an overcomer. And what we encourage you to do is, yes, we can work with you energetically and other to help free you from this, but it is the work really of the awakened consciousness is to say, I recognize these old thought systems, yet I will choose other. So we can help you. We can work with you. If you like Metatron, you like us, we'll work with you. We will give you the energies that you need to help move those things out of the way. Yet the work of the human is this. I choose. I choose. All of you humans have the gift of choice. You're always choosing. You're always selecting this, this, this. You chose to have this guy and we on the show today. You chose many things. Is if you are in your conscious choose at all times, choosing high and wise and broad-minded, then you say, I recognize, as you so beautifully said, the old consciousness, the old logic statements, the group logic, which is dying away and let it die away with your choices that you make each and every day. For it is in your choices that you move on. Now listen, the difficult way of the human is also the gift of the human. Stay with us here on this one. It is, I choose. The unfortunateness of many humans in the field today is they are not conscious choosers. They let others choose for them, tell them, and choices are given away every day. I don't care. Apathy, whatever happens. Yet there is, if one is really choosing high and wise and on a path of elevation, ascension, or other spiritual growth, whatever you'd like to call it, it is the upward movement really is the way that we see it to new and higher ideas, ideals, and value systems and others. 
is that you are able to say, I take my choice and I use it. And I, even though it is work, dear Brian, we recognize the human as work, is you have old logic systems in your way, yet it is the work to say, I choose, I do not give it away, and I choose high and wise and broad-minded, and I listen to the new things, and I figure out what I do with it, bring it in or other, utilize what I want, what I need, etc. And I allow myself to build myself anew every day. We are transformation specialists. We are transmission specialists. We help you all move into new and higher gears and ways. And with that, we can't do the work for you, but Brian, we will help you each and every day. Just say yes, and we will. Do you say yes? Yes. And we will. We will work with you. You will feel us, and you will know us there. And any of you in the audience watching this now, we invite you, if you would like Metatron to work with you to help you choose higher and wiser and broad-minded and new and higher ways, just say yes, and we will, and we will. No matter what time, space, or place this may be, we are always watching and keeping an eye on you. So we will be there and help you. Yet it is, in a way, up to you. You have choice. You choose. So as confounding circumstances confound you, that, that guy, that person really gets under my skin, you have many ways to react, many ways to respond, many logic choices you can make. If then, if then, if then. If I'm a real, you know what, to this guy, well, what's going to happen? I feel really bad after, he feels really bad after, and you spread that out. Or I can choose high and wise and walk away or smile and say, well, you know, thank you anyway. Have a good day. Whatever it might be. It is that conscious choice, again, answering your question from earlier, that chooses kind of for the community, for the whole entity of humanity. Because in that choice, you rise through the difficult working of yourself. Listen, you are a race of overcomers. Please know this. If you don't know this already, say this to yourself. I am an overcomer. Please, you who are watching, take notes. I am an overcomer. Brian, you are an overcomer, which means you're always confronted with choice, this or that, and probably a splay of others, is as you kind of push through the difficulty and the challenge and say, I'm going to do this, even though it's hard to get there and I got to push it a little farther, but it's higher, wiser, brighter, and all those kinds of things, is you are doing the work for yourself and for humanity. As humanity rises, it goes to new understandings. So truly, truly, if you'd like to see the world around you change, it really begins with your choice, what you choose, how you be, how you treat yourself and your fellows. For in that, truly, and just imagine it, if someone smiles at you in the morning, doesn't that change your morning? Does it, Brian? Does that Absolutely, change your sure. If someone honks at you on the freeway and, you know, gives you that finger, <laughs> we won't do it to everyone here, but, you know, gives you that one finger that really makes you mad, how do you feel for the rest of the day? I usually forget about it. Some people might not. You're an It might bother them at least for an hour or the rest of the day. So as one chooses, again, we remind people many times, you have choice. Did you know you have choice, Brian? I know I have choice. There is the awakening to choice. This is another awakening that is happening, and we'll draw our talk to a close momentarily, is there is an awakening that's happening in the human consciousness. Really, believe it or not, again, we tell you things that may be tipping points because there are things that are really broadly known but not known. You know things like that? Oh, it's the obvious. Oh, you're teaching the obvious. 
it changes the world because we kind of didn't see it, even though it was right there before our eyes. You know this, Brian? Right. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the truth is humanity, does, humanity doesn't know it has choice. All the time, and we can invite all of you watching this, ask yourself, how many times each day do I give away my choice? How many times each day do I give away my choice? Because it happens all the time. We watch you. We watch you all. And if you are aware of every choice and even bigger choice points that you have and you give them fundamental grace and focus and decision-making prowess and you get with your heart, your soul, your mind, your whole dimensional beings, your guides, if you got them, your people, if you got them and you say, I see the choice and I make it the best that I can. Imagine the world changed. Completely different. Because the old was, ah, I don't know. I go through life and people make choices for me, or I don't know. We'll see what happens. But the truth is, as the complexity and form and function happens on the earth today, you choose, you have choice. So we encourage you, please say, I choose, I recognize my choices and my larger choice points, and I do the best I can. Any other questions for us, Brian? Just uh, a quick question. What Do you have the opportunity to visit other planets and can you can we learn lessons from the spiritual evolution on other planets? The answer is yes. We, we are Metatron high, so we work. We're, we're a big idea. We're not really energy. We're a big conceptual understanding that drops in and becomes many things, including energy, which means we work. An easy and fundamental understanding of what energy is or a definition is, it works. Look it up. Energy is stuff that works. You are in a system of energy. It is a energy existence, which means everything works. It is all at work. So we are really in a high way beyond that. We are kind of beyond form and function. But when we drop in, we take many forms and functions and work in many different ways. We work in the earth realm in many different ways with humanity and other dogs and cats even. And there are other places and spaces beyond. We work many different places and spaces. Spaces. There's a lot of life out there a lot of life out there so yes there are other things out there beings and others who know more and have grown more and know more and can teach you all many things the idea to learn from them mainly is generally but not all they understand more of how they work and existence and again write this one down if you care understand more of how you work and existence. This is really the call of the all. It is the call of the all in the existence, the cauldron that you all live in of mass and substance and stuff, sound and liquid and vibration, energy and all this stuff is to one, exist and be, and in the energy of all, you work and you are and you exist. And in knowing you're all ideas becoming and becoming more than what you were and more than what you are is you know and you know and you know anything else for us brian no that's great i want to thank you metatron thank you for joining me and honoring us with your teaching <laughs> and we thank you we thank everyone watching you and us and we go <clears throat> thank you addison Hey, Brian. Hey. Welcome. So I just want to, uh, it's been a real joy to talk with you and get a chance to talk to Metatron. Thank you sure. so much. Thank and you. um
you uh you had mentioned there's a couple things you have a a free event coming up on november 1st um on on channeling called gratitude on november 1st 2023 i'm going to put a link in the description so everybody can find that at 7 p.m eastern time and you also had mentioned that you uh have a friends and family and couples courses um that you offer uh, that yeah. you can offer in in sessions so um i'll make sure to put the links for those in in the description i, I recommend everybody check out addisonames.com where you um you can sign up for one of your coachings or a variety of other things super fascinating i also noticed that you have three books coming out soon mm -hmm. and they all look fascinating and interesting i will have those on my wish list. And uh, as soon as they thank come you. out, I'll definitely be looking forward to reading those. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, I invite people to check out my website. I, if you like Metatron, there's also new teaching modules with Metatron, which are intensive six-week six courses um, that teach high-dimensional personalized learning. They're really, really cool. So if you like Metatron, there's some fascinating chances for you to, opportunities for you to work with Metatron one-on-one. -on -one. And, um, and thank you, Brian, for mentioning those things. I really appreciate you and appreciate your work and appreciate your audience too. Thank you so much. And welcome to the Reality Revolution. <laughs> thank you.